Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. If scary movies give you dread, keep you up late night in bed, here's a podcast that will help ease your mind. We'll explain the plot real nicely, then we'll talk about what's frightening so you never have to have a spooky time. It's ruined. Hey everybody, welcome back to Ruin. This is Hallie. This is Allison. Oh, and we're here again with a, another spooky-ooky movie to lull you into a sense of delicious safety with the sounds of our voices. Yeah, or to like scare the hell out of you. Because however you feel about yeah, it. Yeah, it depends if if you're like Hallie and you love movies or you're like me and you hate them. Um, scary movies, not all movies. <laughs> I hate film. <laughs> wow. You could probably that's a podcast right there. That's a podcast. Allison Just hates hate movies. all movies. Damn. Yeah. Somebody's got it though, don't you think? I'm sure that exists. Write in if you hate all movies. <laughs> yeah, if you hate movies, tell us. But man, we have a this one, I am I am already nervous. And it's getting dark here because it's like after 2 p.m. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm just like, do we have to talk about this one in the dark? <laughs> this one I really liked. This was something that was, I, you know, I guess I, I, on some level I resent our lives being controlled by the algorithm. But the algorithm did a good job because this was mm. recommended to me. The movie we're doing this week is The Wretched. It's a sc- Also, like, that's a scary title. Absolutely. It has a very scary poster. It's directed by the Pierce Brothers. Yeah, so a movie that I think um, the, the, that is the nice part about streaming is that you'll be you could be able to find movies that either didn't get a theatrical release or in this case um, was released during the quarantine and actually had was released in drive-in theaters and on VOD oh, and um, I think it was the ha- top of the box office because when it was released there weren't any films out because of the quarantine. But hey, still counts. Yeah. Also, way to go for anybody who was able to release anything during quarantine. Like I exactly. feel like everything will get like. Uh, great numbers and also nominated for stuff this year. This, as else. far as I'm concerned, this should get an Oscar nomination. I thought it was terrifying yeah. and really helped me get through the, this uh, past couple weeks. Yeah, it says, according to the Wikipedia, The Wretched became the first film since Avatar in 2009 to top the box office for six consecutive weeks. Wow. And what's crazy is I had not heard of this. Like, even when I saw the trailer and like the, I was like, I haven't seen any of this. I, so again, God bless the algorithm for knowing that I can't handle it. Exactly, and I, you really can't. So we always <laughs> like to have Allison watch the trailer for the film um, before we uh, start the podcast, which we recommend you do too because it gives you who are our characters, uh, what is our setting, the tone, yes. wh- wh- Visually, what vibe, what are we dealing with? Exactly. So Allison, what was your reaction to the wretched trailer? I would say this is in the. This is probably one of the top five scariest trailers I've seen. Yes. It was horrifying. Like, I almost t- want to tell people, don't watch this trailer. because Don't like, do that. If, if, you are, if you are like me and scared of scary movies, like, this will, I mean, this is going to dominate my week. Like, I'm going to think right. of this. I'm going to cry about this in the shower. This was horrifying. Well, I guess we just, that's saying we trust our listening audience to make that decision. Are you ready? Are you there mentally? Yeah. If you're curious, like... Maybe look at the poster first and then see, like, what's this doing for me? Can I watch film of this? Because I could not. Well, I'm glad you did it anyways, um, which brings us to our next question, which I always like to get a baseline scary from Allison. Now, Allison, the baseline scary I'm going to take from you is I don't think alluded to in the trailer. Oh, okay. But I, I, if it is, I, then I apologize. But how scary do you find the idea of having your, your memories erased? <gasps> okay, that is... Um, not in the trailer. <laughs> right. Though now that you say that, I'm like, oh, I can see moments where, like, that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mixed bag. Uh, I think that's a very scary <laughs> thing, but there's some that I would love to get rid of. <laughs> that's a really great, that's a really great point. Yeah, I guess it's like the idea of, like, having, not knowing that yeah. you have, that you have lost memories. Yeah, that to me is very scary. Like, anything in the world of, like, this is used in the real world and non-scary context, but, like, you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. Which is, like, in normal Absolutely. life, when we're talking yeah. about, you know, how the world works and, you know, jobs and technology, like, that makes sense. And I'm just, like, that's not a scary concept. That's, like, a very useful intellectual 
reality to, to always remember. But in a scary world, you don't know what you don't know is yeah. fucking terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely. And then this is a movie that has a very satisfying twist. And this is like a proper twist. Oh, good. Allison, what do you think, based, and again, Allison has not seen the film, based solely on the trailer, what do you think the twist will be? Guess the twist. I kind of barely understand what the movie is about based on the trailer. Good. That's what I um, want. So any t- guessing of twists is like, I mean, it seems like maybe there's a monster and maybe the monster mm-hmm. is real or not real. That would be like the closest I could approximate for guessing any kind of twist or just general information about this film. Wonderful. All it did was scare me. All right, so let us begin. We have actually ruined 2020's The Wretched. We open on a water-drenched bunny rabbit stuffed stuffed on a soggy lawn covered in um, 80s toys. Rubik's Cube, Barbie, and we're over some 80s uh, pop music. And uh, the the text on the screen says, 35 years ago, a babysitter named Megan arrives to look after a little girl named Ashley, who is the daughter of mom, Joanne. Okay. And she walks in. This is obviously a family she knows and she's babysat before. She notices the landline is off the hook. She hangs up and she calls her mom. She's like, hey, I just got the Gamble's house. No, Mark isn't coming over. You know, typical fun <laughs> 80s stuff. Yeah, just like teen. Yeah, but like a, a babysitter in the 80s, something terrible will happen. Of course. So while she's on the phone, she hears a loud thud. So she hangs up. She goes into the basement and she, it sounds to me like there are shoes in the dryer, if that's not what it is. Oh. And she finds all these family photos smashed at the bottom of the steps. And in the like photos, photos, yeah, framed photos. So the glass is broken. And in the actual photos themselves, Joanne and Ashley, the, little, the mom and the little girl, they look normal. But Mr. Gamble, the dad, his eyes have been scratched out. Ooh. Just then, Megan looks up to see Joanne, the mom, sitting in a chair with her back turned, uh, hunched over. Eating her daughter. What? Blood pooling around her on the floor. Oh, my God. Straight Ugh. up eating her daughter, Ashley. No. So, as you can imagine, <laughs> Megan bolts towards the stairs. Joanne turns around, and she's making these sort of, like, animalistic roaring noises. Mm-hmm. And just as Megan starts to get to get some distance between her and get to the top of the stairs, Mr. Gamble, who's at the top of the stairs, shuts the door trapping her inside the basement. And we hear her screaming and, like, being dragged down the steps. And on the um, house side of the basement door, we see a symbol that is our symbol for the entity that we are going to meet in this movie. It essentially looks like an upside-down triangle with horns. So, like, the lines of the triangle are too long, so it looks like kind of like a deer's head, like a simplistic deer's head. But that also, like, flashes of the branding symbol from the vow, (laughs) because I have recently watched that. Oh, yes, very Very Nexium. Yeah, it's not unlike Blair Witch, so kind of that kind yeah. of stick idea. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about just like, you know, everything is also like kind of like pentagram adjacent, so. Yes. Yeah. And I say, Allison, this is how you start a horror movie. This I'm is, already I in. Mean, you, this, is, this is out the gate. The biggest no thanks from me, so. <laughs> Cut to a teenage boy's face being pushed underwater, and we're watching his face as he screams. And the text on the screen says, Essentially, we are now in modern days. It says five days ago. So we, okay. these things are happening in the past. So what we are seeing now has happened in the past. Okay, so we're still sense. not current. Exactly. So in this the, is five in days the world ago. of the movie. Exactly. So the boy, who we've just seen been uh, drowned, wakes up with a jolt, and it turns out he's fine. He's on a bus. His name is Ben, and he's taking a bus to Cascade. He's staying with his father, Liam, who is separated from Ben's mother. And it seems like he's being sent there to just be there for the summer and work at the marina that his dad owns. Mm -hmm. And why he's being sent away for the summer, we will get into. But he's arriving there, you know. It's a small town, seaside town, very, again, cute uh, farmland, bucolic, really cute. And so as he's sitting there, a woman who's sitting across from him says, oh, nice work you have there. You're quite a little artist. And he looks down, and she's talking about his arm cast. Mm -hmm. And he's sort of written his name, Ben, in sort of like a decorative symbolic font, if you will. Sure. And there's nothing else on it. So I think when we first see it, we're supposed to think like, oh, he doesn't have friends. Like he's written his own name, and that's it. Like that sucks. And then he's— Also, what a great device for telling us how much time has passed. If we see it and there's nothing on it yet— 
I can only imagine yes. that as we see things happening, we'll know that time is passing. That's a great point, yes. And there is a scene where somebody signs his cast. So that's a really, that's okay, an great. excellent point. Great. So um, he's like, oh, okay. But this is the first time we're like, oh, there's a story there. Like mm-hmm. he, he has a backstory that we are going to be informed about. So he... Uh, He's dropped off at the general store slash bus stop. And this town is like so small that it just, the sign says, out fishing, make your own change. And there, he goes to actually steal a dollar from the change and a dog barks at him and growls. Mm. And it's a three-legged dog. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He puts it back. Um, his dad picks him up. And in Liam's house, we see there's a, a photo of Ben with his parents. And Liam has folded the photo so you can't see the mom. So Liam presents Ben with a bike. He doesn't have a, another car. And Ben's like, oh, I already have my license. Mom is going to give me her old car when she gets a new one. And Liam's like, well, Mom isn't here, is she? So you'll be riding a bike to the marina, marina where he's going to work for his dad for the summer. Okay. And Liam says about Ben's cast, are we going to talk about that? And Ben says, not yet. So obviously there was some sort of incident. Okay. That I think Liam knows about, but doesn't know, but wants to like talk about it. Right. But he wasn't like, oh no, my child, like showing exactly. up in a cast, like a surprise. It's like something has happened. Yes. There's more to the story. Exactly. Like they're like, they love each other, but there's clearly dancing around something that has happened in the past. Okay. So they, Liam and Ben go down to um, the marina, and I don't know anything about boats. So I would do my best to piece together what I think is going okay. on. I at know the a marina. lot about boats. Great. So we can so do I this think, together. So I think there's like camp, uh, like camps going on. So like some teenagers are taking kids out for like fishing mm-hmm. or sailing lessons. And Ben kind of does whatever his dad wants him to. So he does uh, sailing lessons with the kids. He also like, yeah. you know, takes out the garbage. He's kind of like on just yeah. general duty. So, um, well, he, he goes down there, and uh, before they leave, we see that there's a family living next door, right next to the dad. And Liam doesn't know the family because, like, a, it's like a vacation town. So, yeah. like, he's like, oh, it's, yeah. The, it's people that come and go. and Yeah. yeah. So, it's uh, uh, this couple, Abby and Ty, and they have two sons, Dylan, who, again, I'm terrible with kid ages. I want to say is seven, okay. and then a little baby named Sam. So, we just see them. They're, like, uh, cutting wood in the, in the mm-hmm. front yard. And Abby's kind of like a rock chick. Like, she has, like, ripped jeans and boots, and she's, like, teaching her son how to— she's wearing, like, a ripped band T-shirt. So she's kind of, like, a interesting she's character to put in this cool. situation. Yeah. Yes. She's intimidating. If I met her, I'd be like, oh, no, she's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already kind of just like, what do I do to impress her? Exactly. <laughs> so at the marina, Ben immediately notices this girl, Mallory, and is, you know, kind of, like, interested in her. And he gets pushed out of the way by your prototypical high school goons, where it's like— good-looking, popular assholes. Mm-hmm. And later we find out that two of those people, are uh, the, a couple that's in this goon squad, is uh, JJ and her boyfriend, Gage. And they're just kind of like, oh, my dad's rich and he owns a boat and I take my boat out, versus Ben has to work at the marina and is kind of treated like trash by these rich, snobby um, teens, is how what I would say. Right. Okay. And so uh, the G- Gage, uh, the boy, is trying to take a... Uh, barbecue onto a boat, like nope. the actual structure of can't a barbecue. Do, can't do that. And Ben says, you, you have to use it in the picnic area. You can't take out the boat. He's like, oh, we're surrounded by water, dumbass. And it's like, yeah, so you want your boat to be on fire while you're out of the water? Right, yeah. What's your what's going to happen to you, idiot? Yeah. So, but they take off and Ben talks to Mallory and it's like, oh, wow, like this is clearly nepotism. I wouldn't have gotten a sweet job like this if my arm was broken. But then they share some starbursts. They kind of have like a new, like, okay. clearly That's they're nice. both interested in each other. And That's like, cute. yeah. So Ben's like, okay, maybe this won't be so bad, you know? And Ben's mom calls him to check in on him. And just as she does, Ben sees Liam kissing a woman who works at the marina, who we later find out her name is Sarah. Okay. So Ben's like, my dad's already fucking this other lady. Yeah. They're not even not divorced great. yet, you know? So great. he's like, okay. So when they get home later, he's like, okay, so can you tell me about this woman? And, and who's this you know, lady? Exactly. Cut to the spooky woods. Mm. These are bad woods. You just don't want yeah, to end up these here. These woods are very scary. I've been to the woods. I've never been to these woods. Yeah. And so we see that Abby, the neighbor, and their son and her son Dylan are out in the woods. And I think she's trying to be like, we're going to learn about, like, hiking and, like, you know, we're going to have, like, an outdoorsy wilderness summer, you know. Mm-hmm. But while they're out there, she stops to pee, and Dylan wanders away and kind of gets a little bit lost and, until he hears his mother's voice. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Allison, he hears his mother's voice calling him from a hole in the ground. 
<gasps> under a tree. What? Come here, sweetheart. Come on, it's okay. Dylan, come down here, baby. Dylan! You're going to be in so much trouble if you don't come here right now. Listen to mommy, you little shit! Do as I say, Dylan! Dylan! So Dylan's like, it sounds like my mom, but I don't know why my mom would be in a hole. Yeah, in another, like, she's not, he, like, hmm. Yeah, but just as he's about to walk towards the hole to see who's actually her, the actual Abby kind of grabs him from behind. It's like, oh, sorry, I lost you. Let's get out of here. Did it seem like she also heard it and was like, no. we got to get away from this? Or she was just like, she's kind of what takes him out of that experience. Yeah, she did okay. not hear it. Yeah, he oh, sort of, no. she startles him. So he was able to hear this voice which again sounds exactly like his mother's voice. So Abby and Dylan arrive home from the woods and on their way home, they hit a deer and they have put the dead buck on the back of their truck. And Abby has decided, you know, my dad, we'd always field dress deers. I remember this from childhood. Meanwhile, she's Googling on YouTube how to field dress a deer. Sure, yeah. She's like, I'm going to teach our son how to do this. Ty, meanwhile, is disgusted. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, this is vacation. I don't want to do that. Abby goes out to try to gut the buck with Dylan. And when she slits open the deer's stomach, the deer, by the way, was alive 30 minutes ago, all of its organs fall fall out and they're decayed. As okay. if this deer has been dead for weeks. Oh, God. Ugh. Ah. Ugh. Yeah. So obviously, <laughs> I like she's don't like, even have, like, language to discuss this. It's too fucked up. And so obviously, uh, Abby's like, okay, so we're not, we're not going to eat the, the deer um, at no. this point. And that night, they go to bed. They have, like, a little baby monitor next to the other bed where they can watch Sam. Okay. So, but everyone's asleep. Everyone's, you know, all cuddled in. That night, the deer body is still on the the bed of their truck. Somebody crawls out of the deer. What do you mean, somebody? It looks like a woman, (laughs) but it's not necessarily a human woman. A lady crawls out of a dead deer's body. It wasn't a human woman that crawled out of the dead deer? (laughs) If you could believe it, Allison. (laughs) I'm shocked. (laughs) Yeah, she's not there to like, because she thinks she's at her Airbnb. You know, like she's she's there because she, Hmm. yeah. So a woman crawls out. Is she like adult human woman's size? Yes. Okay, that's Um, upsetting. She looks bad though. She's kind of like, like in a lot of horror movies, kind of like a bent, stooped, joint cracking, like bones snapping. Yeah, there's a lot of awful. Like, um, like a lot of sounds in yes. the trailer. Oh, this is full of sounds. Are like, it's that like I always somebody has a joke about this. I think maybe it's Kumail, but like when you bite it, the the wet crunch of biting into a bone yes. in something you don't think is going to have a bone in it, and like just that like it's such a specific like the tendon like. It's you're so like aware of living things when you bite into like when you eat meat yeah. and that happens that like and it's just nonstop those sounds in the two minute trailer I watched so yeah the I sound design in this film is great that in the middle of the night Ben wakes up and he hears someone spoiler alert it's the lady who was in the deer <laughs> walking on the roof of their house okay how no. He runs outside with a flashlight. Again, braver than I would be. Ben is very brave. This is why this movie even exists, because I'd be like, not going outside. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that would be my approach as well. So he runs outside the flashlight. He hears something jump off the roof, and he notices, like, the um, the crawl space under uh, the neighbor's porch, so Abby and Ty's house. Mm-hmm. The lattice has been sort of, like, kicked in or knocked in, and he goes over, but then he sees a raccoon. So he's thinking— over. I guess maybe a raccoon got did this, you know? Yeah. But the suggestion is that something is now under the house. Okay. Like, it had jumped, like, it had recently, like, whoever uh, was on the roof jumped off of their roof and, like, ran under this other house? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, as raccoon-y, but uh, again, exactly. it's not. Right, the, the, the immediate suspect is going to be a little a raccoon. raccoon. And it and looks he guilty because one. it's wearing the mask. <laughs> exactly. It was trying to rob their house. As he looks up from the porch, he sees a humanoid figure with horns and sort of dark glowing eyes. But then Ty switches on the lights and is like, hey, um, what are you doing out here? Like, oh, you're the kid who lives next door? Get the hell back in your house, you know? Yeah. And Ben thinks, I must have imagined that. Like, that's insane. So he goes back to But couldn't it also be, like, a deer? Sure, absolutely. And I think that's what he immediately assumes. Like, like, I guess I I heard an animal. Yeah. 
yeah, I must have heard, I saw an animal and, and my mind's playing tricks on me, mm-hmm. which is what would have happened if this was real life, but in a movie, no. Mm-mm. The trick is on you, but mm-hmm. it's not your mind. In the morning, Liam and Ben go to, to work again, and Ben says, I want to meet this Sarah woman. I want to know who you're dating. Like, he just really wants to get into it. And Liam says, okay, great. So tonight we will go to her house, mm-hmm. and we will have dinner, and you can meet her and, you know, have a great time. Meanwhile, over at Abby and Ty's house, things, now that something may or may not be under the house, things have started to fall to shit. So Abby finds Mm -hmm. that all of the flowers around their house have all died. No. And you also hear, she hears what I would call like a raptor-like sound under the house, but she just takes the baby inside. When she hears that, is she just like, guess that's just a noise, or is she like, I should do something about this? I feel like if they I do, heard a raptor-like sound yes. underneath my house, I would get in my car and drive as far away from my house as I could possibly get. Yeah. I think we're to think that, like, we can't know as the audience what people actually hear. So, like, we hear it, but then, like, much like when Dylan heard his mother's voice in the woods, his actual mother didn't hear it. So I think right. maybe okay. that noise is there, but maybe she's not aware of it because of, again, that lady who came out of the deer She's caught. I'm going to spoil her. Like, she's causing all of this. I mean, surprise, surprise. Yeah. Also, Dylan is also enrolled in sailing camp at the okay. marina. So Ben says to Dylan, hey, I live next door. You can eat as, here's a key. You can eat as many popsicles as you want from the kitchen, the cafeteria. If something weird happens at your house, will you tell me? Because now he's like, maybe I did see something. Yeah. I, I don't know. You so that need night, some, some eyes and ears on the inside over there. Exactly. So that night, um, Liam sends Ben to get some gluten-free Dinner rolls, which is very funny because they're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And they're like, there's a convenience store that has like bait. It's not going to (laughs) have, you know. Right. They're like, we have potato chips and corn chips and end of list for food. And the convenience store owner, he he asked him like, are these gluten-free? And the guy goes, they're $3. (laughs) That was like. (laughs) That's funny. What You tell me if they're gluten-free. And so he. He's sort of like, okay, I'm going to meet Sarah. But then his mother calls again and asks about his dad. And Ben has this moment of like, you know what? Fuck my dad's new girlfriend. I'm not going to hang out with them. Like, he, I think he feels like I have to be loyal to my mother. Mm-hmm. So instead of going with them, he, Mallory and the, some other teens are also in the community store. Mallory invites him to a party. So he's like, fuck it. I'm going to blow off my dad this, this dinner with my dad's dumb girlfriend. And I'm going to go to big teen beer party and and go nuts. Right. And once they're there, you know, he they're playing like... Never have I ever, and he, he loses because so he said never have I ever broken my arm, and never have I ever gone skinny dipping, which he he, I guess he had done that one. I'm not sure. Sure. And so he's getting pretty drunk, but he's talking to Mallory, and Mallory signed his cast. Okay. And he reveals to her what happened is that he fell out of a window of his neighbor's house, not the neighbors here, but the neighbors at his hometown, mm-hmm. because he was trying to steal their Vicodin. And okay. he was trying to run away from them, and he fell out the window. So I think we're to think that he was e- either an addict or was, like, abusing drugs to the point that he was stealing them from the neighbors. Okay. And that's why he has been sent away from home. I don't know what it's like to get away from his friends or to try to, like, give him a summer to, like, recuperate or whatever. Yeah, but either way, that's, like, the reality we're dealing with. Yeah, and I, I, it, it seems like the parents were already broken up. Like, this isn't what precipitated their divorce, but mm-hmm. I'm sure they feel very guilty, like, oh, God, like, well, like we got yeah, divorced. Right. It's like, it's affecting him to the point that he's, like, stealing Vicodin. Exactly. And there, he and Mallory, like, have this moment. They're about, cute, about, about to kiss, and it's very cute until Ben throws up everywhere. And um, eventually, the mean, hot teens, JJ and Gage, trick him into going into— uh, 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 High school pranks are devastating. But they Absolutely. Trick, they trick Ben into to going skinny dipping in the pool with JJ, which he doesn't know that's what exactly is going on. But then she steals his underwear because he thinks, oh, we're going to hook up. And instead, she reveals that everyone is there to laugh at his dick. Mm, and, that's so mean. Which is, I'm sure, fine. But Gage, yeah. Gage is like, huh, good job, midget dick. And it's like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, that's like not, you know. You were the villain. Well, after the Lady of the Deer, that right, yeah. motherfucker is the, the villain. Lady of the Deer, somebody who makes fun of your dick. That's right, the but, order. But Mallory's like, oh, so great. So you're already skinny dipping with another girl. So she runs off and Ben has to like slink home like drunk and totally soaked and humiliated in front of like the only kids in town. Right. So he's having a bad night, but not as bad as Abby and Ty. So in the middle of the night, Abby wakes up and Sam, the baby, is crying on the monitor. And we see that there is a figure crouched next to the crib with glowing eyes. (sighs) But by the time Abby looks like— I just cannot. Yeah. 
But Abby does not see it because the when she looks, the uh, monitor has been moved by whomst. It's a bad sign. She goes over to see her baby, mm-hmm. and she lifts the blanket off the baby, and there's no baby, Allison. No. Wait, so... Uh, okay. No, go ahead. What's there? It's a bundle of sticks. That's so scary. <laughs> and so, of course, she freaks out. <laughs> Unfortunately, she doesn't have time to freak out because two hands grab her ankles and drag her under the crib. And we hear a lot of munching, a lot of munching and Uh, crunching. We see blood. Yeah, exactly. Bundle of sticks is so much scarier than like a carcass would be. Like not of a baby, but like if it was like replaced with like a dead raccoon, you would almost be like, I could see that an animal might have switched these. (laughs) Exactly. But like bundle of sticks is so human and intentional. (laughs) Just then, uh, Ben finally gets home and Liam is like, what the hell? Like, where where were you? Ben, he notices Abby is walking barefoot into the forest. So he tries to go call to her, but Abby, or someone who looks like her, doesn't respond. And so he just sees her walk into the forest. So, so she was pulled out of the crib, and now all of a sudden she's walking herself out into the woods. At this point, I think I can just tell you, Abby is being worn like a skin suit. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That, that, yeah, unfortunately it does. Yes. The Abby, as we know, it has died. And know her has died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. She barely got into this, got to be in this movie. But so now someone is has taken on her skin and is going to start living as Abby. Great. And Ben is the only one who's sort of noticed, like, the creature. And now he's noticing, like, well, the neighbor lady's just walking in the middle of the night with no shoes, bare-legged, into the forest. But then he has to deal with Liam being like, why do you blew off the, I, I, did, I called you 10 times because he had a cell phone. He's like, you didn't reply to me and Sarah's upset. And Ben, because he's drunk, he's like, I don't want to have to meet some bitch just because you're having sex with her. Meanwhile, Sarah is in the room and he just didn't see her. And Sarah's like, <laughs> I guess fun. I'll head out because <laughs> it's not her fault, you know? Right and so she leaves and uh, he's like humiliated and he, now he and his dad have like this antagonism yeah. where it's like, oh God, another thing to deal with. Right. And of course, Liam is, is scared where it's like, are you doing drugs? Like, right. you're clearly right. There's drunk. There's a lot to be like worried about with him. Yeah, and so I think as the movie goes on and Ben's behavior seems erratic, um, his dad is going to be like, oh my God, he's using again. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I you know, try to figure out how to give him support. But of course, his issue that he's dealing with is not a human issue. It is, in, ca- in fact, totally different. Mm. Um, in the morning, Ty wakes up and he rushes out of the house. He's like, oh, goodbye, everybody. Without noticing that Abby, his wife, is just standing in the middle of the living room, legs filthy and covered in blood. I guess just covered in mud. Filthy, staring, acting completely robotic. He doesn't even notice. Just moves right past her. Connect with your spouse. Like, even if you've been together a long time, look them in the face. Check in. Do some Why do they have mud all over their legs? Where are their shoes? Why is she just standing? And so uh, she goes upstairs to take a shower, and Dylan, you know, is eating cereal and and, uh, watching TV. How old is Dylan again? Like Seven. Seven. Kid, kid age. Yeah, so not old enough to have, like, a full grasp of what's going sure, on. Sure, sure, sure. But not, like, four. Okay. Exactly. He goes upstairs, and I guess they had two rabbits, and he he's carrying one of the rabbits with him. And he says, Mom, one of the rabbits is missing. Mm-hmm. And when he gets to the top of the stairs, he sees his mother, buck-ass naked, standing, staring out the window in, at the woods. And there's, like, a lot of creaking and popping as she turns around, and you see her one eye, oh, and then she dashes oh, into the bedroom. And that's enough for Dylan to be like, okay, well, that's not my mom. That's not, yeah. That's Um, something else. Yeah. Meanwhile, back at the marina, you know, he's trying to make up, uh, Ben is trying to make up with uh, Mallory for essentially, like, going skinny Mm -hmm. dipping with this other girl. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Mallory's like, oh, okay, so you're just like a player or whatever. Ben wants to go home at the end of the evening, at the end of the day at the marina, but Liam still has work to do. And Sarah, who also works there, stops in, and Ben says, could you give me a ride home? And so they have an awkward ride home where Sarah's like, you know, I'm not just some bitch. Your your dad's dating. And Ben's like, God damn it. (laughs) Right, exactly. She said, I'm a great vegan cook and I'll give you a do-over, but you just have to try this casserole. And so they have a nice moment where she's like, listen, I understand vegan teenagers is hell. So we'll let it slide. Yeah. And Ben's like, okay, you know, it's not your fault my parents split up. They're obviously split up, you know. Right. earlier. So they have a nice moment, and that moment is immediately over when Ben walks in his front door to hear someone walking in his house. 
So again, Ben is brave. He picks up a golf club. I would have run screaming into the street and back yeah, to Sarah's I'm car. I'm not going to go deeper into the house. That's for sure. He picks up a golf club. He takes off his shoes and he goes up the stairs and he opens the door to find Dylan and his rabbit hiding in his room. And Dylan says, and so and Dylan says to him, don't let her in. And just then we hear Abby calling from outside the house for her son. Okay. Allison, at this point in the movie, I got to ask, what would you do? What would you do? I'm going to tell Sarah what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because she's, she's an adult and she's with me. Yeah. So I'd be like, I saw this crazy lady walking out into the woods in the middle of the night barefoot, and now their son is in our house. Call the cops. Well, let me, let me correct you before I do. Sarah has already driven away, so there's oh, no oh, adult. Oh, she's it is dropping. just you. I'm sorry. It's just me and his dad. I should have made home. that clear. Exactly. And the dad's still at the So marina. he's alone. Yeah. I would call 911 and find yes. a weapon and, like, hole myself up in a, like, closet or something with this kid and a weapon. Absolutely. And wait for the cops to come. And hopefully they beat this nightmare <laughs> before she gets there. So Ben goes to the door because Abby is standing out there. And one thing we noticed is that Abby before was kind of like, you know, like ripped jeans, like T-shirt. This Abby is wearing lipstick and a dress. She's dressed completely differently in a very prototypical female way, almost like, like someone is pretending to be a woman. Yeah, somebody who's wearing the skin of a woman, wearing the clothes of a woman. Right, doing something where it's like, ah, I, mm. this is, mm-hmm. when I was a human, if I ever was a human. No and thanks. she said, bring down my son. And Ben said, no, I, I, I don't feel comfortable doing that. And she says, you're a fair stupid boy. I'll snap that other arm. Just then, Ty, uh, her husband, comes home, and Dylan runs downstairs. He hears his father's voice, and he runs to his father. And then they just go back to their house. Meanwhile, Dylan knows that his mother, something is direly wrong. Also, like, why doesn't Ty know that something is wrong? Ty is completely oblivious this entire time. And I think we're to think that Ty has there's been some sort of enchantment or that Ty is, this is all part of the same magic, I suppose. So like, yeah, I'm like trying, I was about to try and explain it and I was like, I physically can't. (laughs) No, no, I think you're right. And we'll get into more of that. Like who's able to perceive what's going on and who's not, I think is part of this larger uh, question of who is doing this. Okay. And what are their powers? And what is happening? Okay. Meanwhile, Ben is like, that was insane. I know something is insane. Like it just, something is direly wrong. But back at their house, Ty puts Dylan to bed and says, mom's being weird. And and Ty's like, your mom's always been weird. You know, don't worry about it. Not understanding what's going on. At this point, what's a character we haven't checked in on in a while? Allison? The dad? Well, baby Sam. Oh, no. Where's been baby Sam and all this? Where has been baby Sam? His father goes to the what room we saw where, with his crib in it. Right. He opens the door. The crib is entirely gone. And Ty doesn't flinch at all. He just shuts the door. He has no reaction to it whatsoever. Okay. Exactly. So now at this point in the movie, Ben, he's made up with Mallory, and he left her some Starburst in her uh, book bag to like be like, sorry about my skinny dip with another girl. And they're kind of back on good footing. Okay. So Ben is now committed to, like, a fun rear window-esque, like, analysis of the family next door. So every day and night when he's not working, he's just watching the house with binoculars. So he sees Abby and Ty have sex, and Abby is, like, this, like, like, a monster. Like, in a way that, like, is close enough to being human that is, like, oh, this is, like, fun, rough sex. Yeah, but, But like, we know that it's not. She's like a creature, you know? And again, that's yeah. like a, another thing we noticed, like, well, he kind of watched them fool around before and it was very like cute where we've been married for 10 years, like right. loving, that kind of thing. And this is like violent and exactly. strange. And so Mallory calls him while he's trying to like scout out the other couple and we see her hang out with her little sister, Lily, and they're playing cards. And we also saw Lily at the marina and she kind of was looking at Ben and she told him, you're not that cute. So we know Mallory mentioned how cute he was to okay. her. And so Mallory's like, can you come and do some, like, normal kid things? He's like, nope, I am rear-windowing my neighbors. I only care about watching this terrifying experience unfold next door. Exactly. And so while they're having sex, actually, you see um, Abby's back, and it's covered with wounds. So at this point, there's no way Ty wouldn't notice unless something was preventing him. We're we're beyond just— Exactly. 
a man's blindness to the what's happening around him. Yeah. In the morning, Ben was supposed to have Dylan, their son, for a 10 a.m. sailing lesson, and he never shows up. So Ben, of course, flips out. He's like, oh, my God, like, they've killed him or, or she, something has happened. He goes to Ty and Abby's house, knocks on the door, and says, hey, your son was supposed to come. Um, is he here? And Ty says, what do you mean? I don't have a son. What? Allison, Ty does not remember Dylan, and he also does not remember baby Sam. What do you mean not remember? He, has, he does not know they exist. They don't exist to him. And so I'm going to do a rare double, what would you do? Allison, what would you do if someone said that? What would you do? I, I, I'm calling the police, you know? It's I, I, like, right. I'm calling adults. I'm getting other adults involved. As a teenager, like, you're just not equipped to be like, oh, this man doesn't recognize that he is a family. Clearly something has gone awry. Also, his wife is a monster, and she walks into the woods at night by herself. Like, that's right. when you have to absolutely seek out other people to, like, help manage the situation. Right. And I think the problem with that, like we've experienced in other horror movies, is that you then have to say that to the police and a lot of times they're going to be like, all right, well, that's all just Right. It's like, true. oh, you're a teen who has a Vicodin problem? Like, yeah, we're going yeah. to we're gonna look into that real fast. Like, exactly. You know. So instead, uh, Ben turns to Google and he goes to Wikipedia. So thanks to the hardworking <laughs> editors at Wikipedia. And he <laughs> Googles and, oh, he, uh, he sees on, on um, Ty and Abby's house, there is that scratch symbol that we mm. saw at the beginning, mm-hmm. sort of the deer's head mm-hmm. stick symbol. And he reverse Google image searches. Very smart. I would not wow. have thought to do that. And he finds uh, that it is the symbol of, and it is not named much like how Pazuzu is not named in right. The Exorcist. But if you go on IMDb, the name of the character is The Wretch. Okay. And I would describe her as some sort of mother witch forest creature. Oh, sure. And he finds out that she's able to put on other people's skin and even worse, quote, feasts on the forgotten. <gasps> so he, he doesn't oh. call the cops, but he does call his only friend Mallory. And it's like, you come over here. You're the only person I know in town. Yeah. Mallory's like, haha, like this is a prank or whatever. Like we know this isn't real. And he, Ben figures out, oh, if you pour salt around Something, it protects from the wretch. I learned it on Wikipedia. Abby's, and Mallory's like, okay, sure. And as they watch, Abby takes a garbage bag out of her cellar and throws it away. So Ben's like, there must be something in that garbage that could help prove my theory. That is, she is the wretch. But does she otherwise, like, if somebody else saw her, like, does Mallory see her in that moment? Mallory sees her, yeah. Mallory can she, see her. Does she look, no- like... She looks more normal than she has before. Okay. So I guess maybe like once you're sort of settled into somebody's body, then you're, you're able to more fake human. it. Okay. Yeah. Right. She's not twitching and popping. Okay. She's not popping and locking. Popping. She is. She looks like a normal. <laughs> it becomes human a breakdancing movie. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's pretty much what it was when we first time we see her. <laughs> and he said, "I'm going to go look in the garbage." Mallory says, "Okay, I'm going back to the marina." But on her way out, she doesn't tell Ben she's doing this, but he sees her with his binoculars. She slips a note under Abby and Ty's door. And Ty reads it, and it says, we know what you have in your cellar. And then a drawing of, like, a Halloween witch. And it's like, Mallory, why are you trying to do this? Girl, you are making things worse. Exactly. Teenage girls love leaving notes, too. (laughs) They love drama. They love drama. They love doodling. (laughs) It's like, of course this happened. And at a certain point, Ben is able to go to the garbage. And in the garbage is all of the uh, Dylan and Sam stuff, like toys, clothes, so she's getting rid of all the evidence that somebody could point to and say, there were children here. Okay, so now it also makes sense that, like, the crib was gone. Exactly. So she's okay. gotten rid of everything. We also see Abby whisper in her husband's ear, and blood starts pouring out, and he sort of goes slack. And in that, from that point on, he's just sort of a zombie. What? So he's kind of, like, become like a drone. Like, she's able to manipulate him. Oh, my God, I'm never going to sleep tonight. Yeah, there's, it's just like there's so little that a normal human being can do. But Ben's doing a great job. Yeah. You know, that night at the marina, uh, Sarah is wrapping up her work. And um, Mallory comes in, and they're kind of, like, getting things ready to, like, close down shop. Mm-hmm. And we see Abby waiting in the shadows outside <gasps> for, ostensibly, Sarah. Sarah leaves, and Mallory wraps up, and she hears a sound. But the only people there are, there's somebody fishing up the end of the dock, and it's the convenience store owner and his dog. Mm -hmm. So she's like, okay, I don't see anybody. And she leaves and shuts a door that was open and shouldn't have been. She shuts the door, but what she doesn't notice is there is a photo missing from the cork board of the marina of, like, all the kids that come and, like, camp Uh or whatever. So ostensibly, the wretch has stolen a photo off of the marina. 
build a cork board. Mm-hmm. But whose photo it is, we don't know. Mm. We don't know this I yet. I don't like mysteries in this movie. Exactly. Um, so I guess you can only ha- be in somebody's skin for like a couple days, which seems like incredibly economically dumb. Like, I don't know magic, but it seems like you should at least be in that for a couple months. You well, know especially what I mean? kind of like a small seaside town. It's not like, you know, a big city where you could just jump from exactly. forgotten person to forgotten person. <laughs> and ostensibly, based on how she looks, she's been doing this for a long time. Yeah, right. You know, and so, but her, you know, her teeth are starting to get loose and like her eyes are kind of like getting all baggy. So it seems like uh, the wretch is ready to jump bodies. Okay. So that sort of also is like, well, who is who is she going to try to jump to now? Okay. Um, meanwhile, Ben is outside his dad's house putting a circle of salt around the house and is trying to like yeah. prevent her from coming in. He then breaks into the cellar and he of, of Ty and Abby's house to look for evidence. And he finds this gigantic statue of sticks and Mm-mm. a deer skull. Mm-mm. And he finds a picture of Ty and Abby's family, including Dylan and Sam. Okay. And Ty's eyes are scratched out. So I guess we're to think, in when we see a photo, the people whose eyes are left normal are going to be taken by the witch, either eaten or used as a skin suit. And whoever's eyes are scratched out, they're going to be blind to it. They won't be able to perceive it's even happening. Oh, okay. Interesting. So in this case, the wretch ate Sam and Dylan, or at least took them, and she she became Abby. She put her body on as a suit. And Ty is unable magically to perceive that that even happened. That's why he doesn't remember his kids. Okay. Got Does it. that make sense? It, I mean, sure. Um, but in, For, the, in, the, in the context of this movie, yes. Yes. Finally, Ben calls 911, which I think is the what? funniest time to call because it it's like, what are you going to tell them? I yeah. found a big statue and there's a witch. I, I, it, it just, he's at a, such a disadvantage in terms of the reality of the situation. Whereas, like, at least if he had called early. Yes. And then again, like, if he was constantly giving updates, even if they weren't investigating anything. Right. You would have at least, like, this body of evidence to be like, all these things. I've been telling you that this stuff has been exactly. happening. But then as he's calling, he drops his phone and he realizes he sees another photo and it's a photo of Mallory's family. So it's Mallory, her mom, and her sister, Lily. And Mallory and her mother's eyes have been scratched out, meaning the witch is going to take Lily. So Ben gets on his goddamn bike and he goes down the okay. arena and he goes up to Mallory and he's like, Mallory, the witch is going to take Lily. And Mallory says, who's Lily? She now doesn't remember her sister. Oh, no. And I guess that's how powerful the wretch's magic is. She's got to get a photo of you. Yeah. And you're done. And there's a certain scene where we see Mallory's sister playing on the jungle gym, and she's, like, yelling for Mallory, like, look at me, look at me, I'm going down the slide. And Mallory doesn't respond because she literally can't hear her anymore. She doesn't perceive her sister even existing. Yeah. That is terrifying. Unfortunately, Ben still knows. So now it's on Ben to try to figure out what the hell to do about this. Where has Ben's dad been this whole time? Uh, running the marina, sure. dating Sarah. Like, yeah, like, he does not go to his dad. But I, again, it's a prototypical, like, um, high school horror movie where it's like, at this point, I'd be like, hey, dad, I'm going to try to explain this to you. Yeah. But as we've established, because of his his drug use and the issues he's had, I think the dad, we're supposed to think the dad would be like, all right, well, I guess we need to go We need to go to a clinic or something. Yeah. We need to figure out. This is a, a psychiatric issue. Honestly, I'd almost rather be hospitalized well, that, and for I something to say that, that, that actually like, isn't happening and then and at least be safe in some kind of, like, protected institution rather than just out in the world. Yeah, like, I, I want to say, like, I feel like it's selfish, but part of me is like, I'll just go do that. Yeah. Like, I feel bad for these people. But, like, but then, you can't do anything. And also now he's invested in Mallory's life. And, right. you know, now he he knows this is happening and he can't step away because he's also a good kid. Yeah, at we the know end of that. the day, he's a good kid. And so he's at the marina and he looks around just in time to see the wretch, who still looks like Abby, dragging Lily into the woods. So he tries to chase after them and he follows them to that hole under the tree. And he can hear Lily and he's able to grab her, but then the wretch drags Lily out of his hands and he falls backward and he hits his head. And he is knocked unconscious all day. So he is out for hours. Oh, my God. And he wakes up, and he finally makes it home. And Liam and Sarah are there, and they are panicked. Like, Liam is like, he's been gone all day. I have no idea where he is. And the police are there. So he's trying to be like, I don't know where he would have gone. And as soon as Ben goes in there, Liam has the classic parent reaction, which is they're mad when, they're sad and upset when somebody's missing. And as soon as they get home, they're like, I'm going to kill you. Yes, Yes. like just being mad. It's like, well, now that you're safe, 
I can only, like, I can only access anger. Exactly. And Liam's like, you broke into the neighbor's cellar. Like, are you on, like, you're acting erratic. Like, are you on drugs? And Ben's like, no, the thing is, Abby, the lady next door, well, she's a witch. It's called the wretch. I looked it up and I put sail around. And then here's, people don't remember, like, everything you're saying, Liam yeah. is like, oh, no. You sound like a drug addict. Or, like, you're psychotic. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, and so the cops assume, because they're still there, like, he's high. You know, just yeah, exactly. uh, calm down. Yeah. And so Liam sort of, like, goes to talk to the cops, like, sorry about that, you know, he, he had these other problems, you know. And so Sarah sort of, he's in the, um, Ben is in the kitchen with Sarah, and Sarah's like, I'm sorry if I had any part of this, like, I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm just trying to be really sympathetic, you know. And he's like, it's not about you, it's about the witch, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. And then he looks over, and they have, like, fresh daisies on the windowsill, mm -hmm. and they've died, Okay. And he looks over and he realizes Sarah is now the wretch. Is the wretch. She, Not the wretch, next. The wretch has leapt from, has emerged, gotten out of Abby's body, presumably when Ben was um, unconscious. Okay. And has taken over Sarah. Okay. Again, I don't know the process of it. We only no, saw the course. deer thing, but that's yeah. not exactly. Can yeah. the wretch be a deer, I guess? You know. Feels so, like a waste, but yeah. Exactly. Oh, and the other reason he realizes that that's not Sarah is that she's usually using actual milk in her coffee, which I thought was a fun nod. Oh, that's to, a fun we know that little, she's a vegan. That's fun. I like that. And I like the idea that like the wretch is just it. She drinks dairy. Yeah. Um, also, like, wait. So, um, but Liam like still sees Sarah. Liam sees Sarah, and he, it, Sarah's acting normally. Like okay. Liam is not able to perceive, and that's the only problem I have with the movie, where it's like, well, when the wretch went to Abby, she was acting all like you know herky jerky robot for a while. Yeah, Sarah is acting completely normally. I guess if that happened, like when they weren't together. Yes. So presumably in the woods okay. during sometime during the day, the wretch was able to go into Sarah's body, had her herky jerky moments away from any, everyone else, mm -hmm. and then by the time she gets to Liam's house is presenting it normally as Sarah would look okay. and act. Mm -hmm. But the, the wretch realizes Ben see, perceives w what it is, and for a second, you see her sort of transform into this, like, dark, glowing-eyed creature. Mm. And so Ben grabs a knife and slashes her, like <gasps> you would do. Yeah. Unfortunately, she then immediately changes back, so by the time Liam gets to the kitchen, he's like, oh, great, he's so now my son stabbed my girlfriend. Right, yeah. And, you know, now we're, he's like, so the, now the police are taking Ben to a hospital because, you know, he's thinking he's on drugs. He's having some sort of like drug-induced psychosis. He's mm -hmm. becoming violent, you know, and the cops are like, don't worry, he's just high. It, it's going to be fine. He did stab somebody, so I don't know if they really believe that, you know. Right. And as they're, wait, as they're getting in the car, he sees Sarah whisper in the ear of the cop who's driving him. Oh, no. And when he looks as they're driving, there's blood coming out of the cop's ear, oh, no. which so now, like, we know. Yeah. The people protecting him are not going to be able to do that. Exactly. And this is also why, I mean, like, it's not the cop's fault, but it's like, just don't assume somebody's high. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, we're high. He's yeah. high. Um, you got to, like, talk to him a little bit. And so the cop, which supposedly should be driving Ben to the hospital and instead drives him to the waterfront. And he takes him out of the water, and he starts to drown him. So I think what we're supposed to believe is, remember when we saw that drowning moment from earlier? I think we've now caught up. Okay, so now we're, that was present day, and moving forward, that has happened. That is my understanding. I could be wrong. I believe it. But alternately, he, he had an omen of what was happening, which is okay, also possible. Sure. So the cop's trying to drown him, but then the cop gets attacked by a dog out of nowhere. <laughs> sure. And the cop shoots the dog and is about to shoot Ben. And then, like, the cop has a moment where it's, he's able to, like, can try to stop himself. But then the cop shoots himself in the head. I'm sure. So then on top of it, it looks like Ben just murdered a cop. Great. You know what I mean? Uh, but he's able to head back towards the house. And luckily, so much stuff has happened that Liam has started to suspect maybe my son— Maybe he doesn't know about the wretch, but maybe my son was right. Like, maybe the Something's neighbors are involved off. with this. Yeah, yeah, maybe the neighbors are giving him drugs or whatever. So he goes over to their house and goes to the cellar, which Ben had told him, like, go look in their cellar. They have this stick statue, whatever. He goes in. It's already gone because yeah, the course. wretch is now uh, in a different person. The wretch is pretty good about, you know, yeah, cleaning up after herself and, like— She's been doing this so long, I guess we're to think, yes. like— She knows yeah. what she's doing. So, but as Liam is coming back out of the cellar, he sees Ty walk in the house. So he follows Ty, 
And we see, of course, there's another symbol of the wretch carved into the inside of the door. Mm-hmm. He goes, follows Ty up into the second story of the house. Ty hangs himself, killing himself. What? And as Liam watches in horror, he looks over and we see Abby's body, which looks like something has exploded out of it, like the deer. Mm, yeah. So he sees Ty has just killed himself and Abby is dead and has been dead for a while. So he's like, oh shit, like Something's something happening. crazy is happening. Yes. He tries to run out and Sarah, who's wearing now like a deer skull mask, perfect, stabs him. So now he knows Sarah is involved in this. Yes. He's able to almost escape and he ends up hitting Sarah with a board and it like cracks her neck all the way around. And there's a great piece of CGI where, like, all of the bones of her neck sort of reassemble, like, under the skin, like, wriggling around like it's, like, a creature inside to try to, like, put her spine back together. And just as Sarah is about to kill him, Ben shows up and shoots her. Oh, wow. But unfortunately, that does not mean the wretch is dead. So as soon as Sarah hits the floor, the wretch starts clawing its way out of her body. Oh, my God. And at this point, Mallory has also figured out that... Something is wrong. Yes. And so she heads to Ben's house, too. Like, she heard the gunshots, I think, when he was yeah. the, um, at the, the, at the marina. So she's headed to his house. And, of course, like in every horror movies, when, when Liam's dad, when Liam gets knocked to the floor, he knocks over a lantern. And now— The whole thing's on fire. The whole goddamn thing's on fire. Always. But, fortunately, when it catches on fire, it also starts to burn up the photographs that the wretch had started collecting. Oh, Okay. So we see it start to burn up the photo of, like, Mallory, her Lily, and her mother. So when that happens, Mallory suddenly can remember Lily. So when she rolls up, she's like, where is my sister? I, I, like, she's suddenly aware that she doesn't know where, you know, she is. However, there's also another photograph, Allison, and it is the photograph that we have seen on Liam's um, fridge of Ben, Liam, and Ben's mom. We now see that there is another kid in the photograph. What? I just got goosebumps. It turns out that Ben has a younger brother that he has completely been oblivious to. He's been there the entire time. And it's only because this photograph has now burned up that Ben is now aware of it. So we now see all of these scenes where Nathan, this younger brother, has been in the movie. But because we're seeing it through Ben's perspective, we We don't don't remember him being there. Was he not? Was he like physically not in those shots, or was it that we didn't recognize that there was a person there? But really, there was. Ben cannot. He is physically there. Ben cannot see him, so okay. we just didn't see him. Okay. Okay. So okay. there's no way that we could have picked up on that. Okay. It's not like okay. Yeah. Yes. No. No. I see what you're saying. That would have been very an interesting way to do it. It probably would be too difficult. Yeah, I think to it would have been very hard. <laughs> but for example, Ben looks down, and now his cast is covered in drawings, like a little kid would do. So it's like little, like, and then it also has Nathan's name on it. And they were there the whole time, but Ben couldn't perceive them because they were were evidence of Nathan's existence. Wow. Does that make sense? Yes. So now he remembers his his brother. Mallory rolls up. She remembers Lily. Liam is kind of, like, knocked out, but Ben puts him in the car. And so now the only option is we got to go find the wretch. And based on what we know about her, she's in that hole. Yeah, I mean, of course. So, Allison, I got to ask you, at this point in the movie, who will survive? Who will survive? I feel like Ben and Mallory will, but maybe Liam dies. Okay. Since he's already been injured. And then what about Lily and the newly discovered Nathan? Do we think that they're going to survive? No. Okay. (laughs) I don't think so. And then what about the wretch? I think the wretch... I don't know. I, I I need to think that the wretch dies because this has to end, but, you know, that's just because I want, like, the comfort of a satisfying ending because this has been so scary. Oh, yeah. Can the wretch even die? That's That's also- a great question. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. 
Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. So Ben, Mallory, and Liam, Liam is passed out. Like he's in the passenger seat and he's barely hanging on, but he's there. They roll up to the tr- the hole in the ground under the tree, and Ben has brought rope and gasoline and a bunch a big bag of salt. Always have a twenty pound bag of salt. I always say, yeah, to sprinkle around the tree. That is just good safety. And um, he says, "I'm going to go down into the hole. I'm going to tie this rope off and go down." What are you talking about? Make a about? salt circle around the tree, and if I'm not back in ten minutes, burn it. Ben, ten minutes, and you do it, okay? And Mallory, of course, is like, what's going on? Like, I need more information. And Ben's like, like I understand. We don't have time. We do not have time. So just do it. Also, 10 minutes is a very short amount of time. Yes, it is. Anywho, so he goes down, and he's able to successfully find his brother, Nathan. And our understanding is that Nathan has only been taken when Sarah became the witch. So Nathan, his memory's been erased, but physically he was safe until this evening. Versus, like, baby Sam... It's been a couple days, and we never see Baby Sam again. Okay. I think that's yeah. a feature wrap on Baby Sam. I okay. think he was a snack. Yeah. Oh, no. He's able to find Nathan and sort of drag him back to the hole. The wretch is clamming around in this, like, disgusting, like, like a series of wet tunnels with, like, Ugh. roots and dirt God. falling on them. Like, God. the water, there's, like, an inch of water, and they're, like, crawling through. And unfortunately, the basically the only reason they're able to escape is that the wretch is busy eating Dylan. So they have to see the wretch eating Dylan, the neighbor's kid. So Dylan and baby Sam, they're not getting out of this. I I hate that it eats people. (laughs) And so uh, Ben's able to haul Nathan out of the hole and give give him to Mallory. And then he, because he is a dear friend, the best crush a girl could have, he goes back in to find Lily. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm a bad person, but part of me would be like, okay, now you got to go do that one because I already went down there. No. And the wretch is just clamoring and crawling around. It's horrible. And so he's able to find Lily, thank goodness, and drag her out. But of course, as soon as he's almost out, the wretch grabs his legs yeah. and is dragging him back inside. And Mallory's grabbing him. It's sort of like, there's this moment of like, how possibly could they escape this? Luckily, Liam has regained consciousness Whoa. and drives his truck into the tree, basically like- causing the wretch to burst into flames. Okay. And cut to Mallory meeting with a therapist sometime later, <laughs> who apparently Lily's also been meeting with. And the, count, and the therapist says to her, you know, at your last session, your sister said you, you have to burn the tree. Do you know what she's talking about? One, I don't think therapists are allowed to say that. Like, tell no, other yeah, people you what— can't, no. Like, what are you, you talking about? Yeah, even if you're family, like, especially if you're family, you can't be, like, sharing yeah. uh, what gets discussed in your hour. Right, this therapist is definitely from the Sarn Institute School of Psychology, like from Orphan, where it's Mm -hmm. like, huh, I guess we could have some sort of ethical rules about how we conduct things, but I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not going to follow those. So Mallory says, I don't know what she means about the tree. And I think we're supposed to think, like, I don't, I can't even get into this with you. Like, I can't explain a supernatural situation. That story. Yeah. So then she heads to the marina, and we realize that it is Ben's last day, and he. His mom is there to help drive him back. And Liam is fine, except he has a broken arm too. Nathan is alive and well, and everyone can see him. (laughs) You know, and Mallory's like, ooh, are you and your dad, your mom and dad talking? And he's like, no, I think they're going to get a divorce. But other than that, you know, things are fine. Okay. And in a fun little nod, we see that um, the convenience store owner, who we saw sort of fishing on the dock, his dog gets a big bandage. And we realize that that was the dog that attacked the cop, sort of preventing him from killing Ben. Okay. Great. That's all we know about them, but I was like, what a good dog. No, that's nice. What a very nice dog. And so they have this final moment where they share a kiss, and Mallory gives him a flower. 
and they're driving away. And it's sort of like, oh, well, I guess all's well that ends well. However, while they're in the car, Ben looks at the, at the flower and he realizes it's plastic. And I think we're supposed to think <gasps> no one would have noticed flowers wilting around Mallory because they were plastic. We cut to Mallory's on a boat with a bunch of kids teaching him how to fish. And then she just is staring straight into camera. And that's the end. That is absolutely horrific. So I think that's the thing is I don't know. I think we're supposed to be like, can the rich wretch actually be killed? It seems like no. Because if you can't yeah. like burn it, then you can't. Like, I don't know. The fact that it wears. Yeah. Like, it just, I don't think that like biology and physics like exist for, for it. Yeah, it's physical reality. We're not set up to fight. Mm-mm. No. Oh, my God. That's so scary. Yeah. Well, let's <laughs> talk about some fatal mistakes. I feel okay. like, look, everyone was doing their best. and like, Ben was really trying, you know, if nothing else. Fatal mistakes. I think I would have, at some point, if I were Ben, like early on when it's just like things are weird, I would have been like, you know what? I want to go back to mom. I want, I just, I'm going to yeah. find a way to convince my dad to take me back to mom. So you're saying you would abandon this town and your yeah. brand new crush. Wow. I would, I would, I would call every, uh, you know, police precinct and uh, media outlet I could possibly reach and tell all of them that story and hope that somebody would go and investigate it, but it would not be me. Yeah, I guess it's like, oh, no, now it's on Ben to try to, like, get someone to believe him and, like, send supernatural investigators to find the wretch and go through all this and endanger his family again. I mean, I am curious, like, what, like, okay, so, like, he could see it all happening. But could anyone else? Well, that's that's a good question because it's like he remembered Dylan and Sam left. So, right. ostensibly, like, what if your kid goes to a school? Like, even if you don't remember your kid— Unless you some have a photo with might. everyone in the school and right. scratch out everybody's eyes, somebody would remember the kid. Their doctor, Somebody, their right. dentist, you yes. know. A teacher, other students, like other parents. Like, exactly. That's why it's a little confusing. But again, I would have just told as many people as humanly possible and then left and been like, I would have been like, Dad, let's go. Yeah. I think unfortunately it's like, okay, guys, so this is my thing now. I only talk about the wretch. I only try to figure out how to stop the wretch. Yes, that would I can't have been just my, go back my to entire school. personality would have been talking about the wretch. Exactly. Which is what I feel about who, people who actually believe in ghosts. It's true. Yeah, and like we, we really discount those people so quickly. <laughs> in I'm reality. Just saying, and I'm just saying if people believe in ghosts, then that would, should be the only thing you talk about. Much like Ben. Ben, this is it. This yeah. is a wrap on this his life. He had an experience whole. that is so inexplicable. This has to be your whole personality. Exactly. It's like going to Burning Man. Oh, boy. Well, I mean, that's another thing 2020 took from us, Burning Man. Yeah. Oh, no. So, Allison, I'd like to just take a moment and rate this movie on the spooky scale. A spooky scale. Our spooky I, scale is a 10. Oh, it's wow. I didn't even have to explain it. Um, yeah, this one's really, I thought, really well done. A real treat. I'm glad it was available in drive, drive-ins. Um, this is a perfect movie to see in a theater. Like, that, this is that kind of movie I love to see with a big group of people. That's a bummer. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm the pandemic go... has taken from us and many, you know, of the many, many things. One of them is, like, the yeah. experience of seeing this in a theater, which I'm sure if you like this kind of thing, which I do not, <laughs> it would have been good. Yeah. I'm going to say, as a movie, I thought it was it was phenomenal. I would say scariness, I'm going to say seven. Because I feel like a lot of the movie is sort of like following Ben's investigative trying to figure it out, right. which is really entertaining yeah. and I'm really interesting and I really enjoyed it. But I wasn't scared, you know, mm-hmm. I'll buy a lot of it. But mm-hmm. I thought it was I thought it was great. Everyone was great in it. A very spooky twist on like a witch idea or like that kind of creature. Yeah, it felt very like, I mean, again, it's not like I see many or any horror movies, but it still felt very fresh. Yes. It's hard to make a, a twist that feels totally novel. And I think they really did it. So yeah. if you can stand it, go watch it. And if you can't, well, I hope you enjoyed us talking about yeah, it. Yeah, now you don't have to. <laughs> and guys, if you enjoyed this, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Ruin Podcast and rate and review us. We always love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, and tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. Tell everybody. Be like, oh, I listen to the best podcast of all time with these two maniacs. Like, you know, we, we'd love that if you would. 
Tell your dear friend, the wretch, about this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, you might even have people in your life that you don't see right now. But if you could tell them, that would be great. Oh, yeah. It's like the wretch worldwide. The wretch, the wretch went worldwide. <laughs> wretch worldwide. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We really yes. appreciate it. As always, we're asking you, begging you to. Please. Please. Keep it spooky. Keep it spooky. Ruined is a Radio Point production with executive producers Alex Bach, Sabrina Fonfetter, and Houston Snyder. Recorded and edited by Kat Iosa. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better, too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.